Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Want to present something to you. Um, the idea of this is won't you come home? Won't you come home? This is what God is asking. This is what God is asking us, all of us. Come home to our true, real home. Home with God in heaven. Our Heavenly Father is waiting and watching. He wants us all to come home. Like the Father in the Prodigal Son parable. If we look at Luke chapter 15 verse 20. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. How did his father see the son? He was watching for him. He was looking for him. And notice how the father responds to his child coming back home. He felt compassion and he ran and embraced him and kissed him. Now the verses I'm reading are from the English Standard Version. I know that's a bit different for me, but still. Then we read verses 21 and 22. Notice still further how the father is responding to the child coming home. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. God wants his children back. Us. He wants us. He wants us back in the fold with him. All of us. God has a place set for us at his table. Much like in this parable, where Jesus spoke about uh, the man who was given a great banquet. If you look in Luke chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, But he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. Now this is the Lord telling the parable. And at the time, no, yeah, and at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. That's what God is saying to us. That's what he's saying to us always, every day, all the time. Come, everything is ready. Come and take your place at his table, at God's feast, at his banquet. Don't make excuses like the ones here in the parable. We know, you know, they make excuses or they made excuses and, and they missed out. They missed out on the banquet, on the blessings. And we can see this if we continue down in verses 18 through 20. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. Now, I've bought a field. That's an excuse. I think this is a pretty simple example of worldly things distracting us and pulling us away from the blessings of God. Being distracted with going and seeing something in the world or having something in the world, putting that first before God. Verse 19, And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. So, maybe this is an example. Now, you, you might make a better example of this, but still. Uh, maybe this is an example of someone who's too caught up in their, their work and their concern of things in life, their, their pressures in life and the, the worry of things and making sure that they're providing things and, you know, they have to have 
you know, they have to have money and a way to make money, and maybe they're putting that in front of God. And then verse 20, <clears throat> And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. Now, we can joke and say, well, we know how troublesome wives are, which I have done, but I do that in a silly way. I have a good wife. But nonetheless, this shows what? This shows what? That you're putting other people, possibly even pleasures of life, ahead of God. But also just other people. You're putting that relationship of, with other people ahead of God. So we don't want to be like these folks. We don't want to make excuses and put other things in front of God. Nothing here on this earth is worth missing God in heaven. Now, also, God the Father has a place for all of us. Okay, In John chapter 14, verse 2, In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Now, some of these, some translations say something like many mansions instead of rooms. But, regardless of how you want to look at that, one of these is for each of us. For me, for you, for everyone. Everything is prepared especially for us. We just need to put in a reservation into God's kingdom to stay in his room, to be there at the banquet, to sit at his table, and to go home just to be with God and Jesus. We just need to let God know we're coming. He has everything ready. Jesus died for us, and God has forgiven us. We just need to repent and accept that forgiveness and accept God's invitation. And that's, that's what it's all about. We need to accept God's invitation, and we need... To get others also to hear God's invitation and to accept it. There's room for everyone. God has a place for everybody. And there's nobody that God will not forgive. I've never heard of anyone that God would not forgive. God does not stipulate that he will not forgive. You know, there are people who we see through revelations, which we've been reading lately, who are unrepentant and will never repent. But... If they did turn and repent, I earnestly, fervently believe that God would forgive them. So I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.